Hey, welcome back to The Spiritual Leader. So glad that you've taken a moment to join me. Today, we're going to look at a message based on some lessons I learned when I was paddleboarding. And I believe that they will help you if you're a paddleboarder, but also they'll help you to be the spiritual leader that God has called you to be. Hey, hope you enjoy. Hey, welcome back to The Spiritual Leader. You know, over the lockdown and the last few weeks, a number of us took up different hobbies. I know I did. One of my hobbies was Chinese food. I invested in a wok and uh, started to cook some noodles, and that went pretty good. And uh, the other, the other hobby that I decided to take up was paddleboarding. Now, if you've never paddleboarded or you don't know what a paddleboard is, it looks like a surfboard, but it's kind of different. You use it for standing up. And uh, it's similar to a kayak, but kayaks you sit down and you paddle around with a, with a paddleboard. The objective is to to get up on your feet to stand on this uh, large, mine's an inflatable one, this large inflatable surfboard, and uh, then go into the ocean or the riverways. It's a, it's a lot of fun, and um, I'm really enjoying it. I just wish that England had a little bit longer, better weather than what's forecast, so that I can enjoy it longer. But you know, when I was paddleboarding. I learned or noticed a couple of real good parallels for a person wanting to be a spiritual leader. And I just want to share those with you briefly in the time that we've got together today. Okay, three things that will cause you to paddleboard successfully, not fall in the water, and also will, I believe, enable you to lead your life and what God's given you to lead in a safe way as well. Number one is balance. Number two is a strong core and number three keeping a forward focus so let's look at the first one of these today balance having good balance you know when it comes to paddle boarding and life having good balance really is everything you see if you haven't got good balance on a paddle board you will fall in you'll fall to the left or to the right behind your forwards uh, you'll just fall in and the objective of paddleboarding, though you may fall in when you're learning, it's not to keep on falling in. Now, we need to understand that when we're leading and desiring to be good spiritual leaders for the Lord, we must have good balance if we want to achieve something short term or long term. Um, good balance in a number of things, really. I'm thinking of our theology. But when it comes to theology or the study of God or what we believe true about God and his kingdom, it's vital that just as with paddleboarding, we have a correct balance. We know how to rightly divide the word of God correctly. Now, when you start to look at doctrines and what people believe, there's never an absence of extremes. Uh, I remember, I believe it was Kenneth Hagen Sr. said that when it comes to theology like um, prosperity or demonology, there's always ditches of extreme. But we need to purpose not to uh, travel the central road of compromise, but the central road of truth. Because often where there's two extremes, there's always going to be an original central road of truth. As spiritual leaders, we don't want to be falling in to the ditches of extreme. Rather, we want to be leading consistently our own lives and people that we lead <coughs> into the truth of God's word. Now, when you think of stuff like demonology, to give you an example, you can meet one group of Christians and they kind of blame the devil and demons for everything here. You know, all they ever seem to say is demon here, demon there. 
there's a demon responsible everywhere. Now, we know that's not the truth. In fact, a lot of the mistakes in people's lives have nothing to do with demons. It has to do with their own stupidity. They don't need to cast out demons in a lot of the instances. They need to cast themselves out of themselves. But then you can talk to another group of people and they won't acknowledge demons or de demonic activity. There's actually one stream of um, Christians that don't believe in a devil. They believe in a metaphysical, they don't believe in a metaphysical devil. And we know that that's off, that's off whack as well. The reality is that there is a devil, there are demons, there is demonic activity. But equally, we can't blame the devil or put the responsibility on the devil for things that we're doing wrong or we're thinking wrong. We need to live in a central uh, balance regarding that, yeah, the Bible says there are demons that a third of them were thrown out of heaven, but also they don't multiply, they don't network or any of those ridiculous theories that we need to, in our, uh, in our living out of our spiritual lives, be conscious of the spirit realm, of the devil and of the demonic, but not be obsessed with it. The Bible says, arise and shine for your light has come. Let's be people who are obsessed with light, not darkness, yet conscious that we wrestle not with flesh and blood, and, but with principalities. It's finding that place of balance. Otherwise, you're going to fall off of your board into the left or to the right of excess instead of moving forwards in good, healthy uh, understanding of truth. Also, when I think of balance, I'm thinking of uh, more physical or natural things like being able as a spiritual leader to balance um, what you do in ministry with what you do in family. Um, you know, the plan is not that we get to the end of the road and we've achieved a lot in ministry, yet our family don't want anything to do with God or church. That's ridiculous. That's that's a life that was living out of balance. I don't believe in either or thinking. I believe, come on, let's have the best of everything. God wants us to be successful in ministry, but also in our family, which means when we're riding the paddleboard of life, we need to be conscious that, yep, come on, let's give good time, good energy to all the things called ministry or the things that the Lord's asked us to do. But let's also not neglect our families. Um, let's give good time to our families. Let's keep them on the journey. Let's make sure they love the call of God upon our lives also. You know, another good example would be the balance of keeping good health, not just in one area or one part of your being, but in the whole of the triune being of who you are. Let us live as spiritual leaders to be healthy in our bodies. That's about what we eat how we take care of ourselves in our in our in our soul let's make sure that we've got good health and balance in our soul our emotions our will our desires let's take time to laugh not just cry and also uh, good balance in our spirit so we're body soul and we're spirit and we we purpose as spiritual leaders to be strong in all three of those parts that make us who we are the second part that i believe is key if you want to ride life correctly or or not just ride a, um, a paddle board in a way that you don't keep falling off and get exhausted but also life as well is number two core strength always remember that you are spirit you have a soul and you live in a body listen sometimes we can try to live out life or do ministry just using our soul and uh using our body, going here, um, emotionally dealing with, with things, when actually 
I really believe the Bible says that when we're born again, the Bible says he who was born again is one spirit with the Lord, that we should always endeavor to live from the core or the spirit of who we are. You know, that doesn't mean that your body isn't involved or your soul isn't involved because your soul in many ways is to filter, isn't it, to your spirit. It's it's what you live through but at the center of what we do you know the bible says in him we live we move and we have our being we need to understand as spiritual leaders remember we're not just leaders we're spiritual leaders but god has given us core strength we are spirit um we are our lives of a temple of the holy spirit he dwells in us let's make sure that we're living from the spiritual of who we are you know when you go paddle boarding you soon realize that it exercises um, the core strength of who you are, that every one of us naturally have a core strength to who we are. A lot of the exercises that are done in gyms exercise the external muscles of who we are. Yet if you speak to anyone who understands exercise, they'll say the most important muscle to exercise is the core muscle, the central muscles of who you are, because it's from them but everyday movement and things we do find their potential. I love the analogy of that concerning our physical body, but isn't that true also regarding the spiritual us, the spiritual person that we are? You know, when I went out first off um, paddle boarding, it's amazing how you rely on your shoulders and you rely on your upper body strength and uh, the leg strength that you have naturally. But after a while, you begin to get really tired really quick and then you begin to discover that actually to paddleboard successfully, you don't rely on outer muscles, but you rely on the core strength or the core muscles of who you are. And as you paddleboard, you actually, if you do it correctly, you exercise these and you strengthen these. And after a, a short amount of time, really, you find that paddleboarding is easy. You can do it all day. Why? Because you're not relying on your outer muscles but on that core strength of who you are as a person. And uh, that's what we need to do spiritually as well. You know, we, we, we need to understand that we are flesh and blood, that we have potential in our soul and in natural ability, but our true potential is found in the core person of who we are, being that we are spiritual. So I hope that kind of makes sense. I'm just kind of painting an analogy that, that goes alongside that the flesh gets weak. Other parts of us get weak. But the spirit of who we are never gets weak. It only ever gets strengthened. That's why we should be living lives in the word, praying in the Holy Ghost, because the word and the spirit are what exercise in many ways the core of who we are as spiritual people. And as we're investing into our core strength by reading the word and by praying in the Holy Spirit, fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit, he strengthens us from the inside out with with spiritual core strength, which means then when we go outside our doors and we begin to live out our lives for Jesus, we find a strength within us flowing through us that others who don't know Jesus haven't got. Okay, so we've spoken about good balance, having good balance. Don't be out of balance in your theology and with how you lead your family or your life. Have good core strength um, because in your core strength is found your consistent momentum. Often you can see spiritual leaders that start well, have a burst of success, but then fade away and are no more. That's because there was a problem 
with their core strength. Come on, let's not let that be us. Let's be believers who live from the core strength of the Holy Spirit and what he's doing within us. And the third thing I just want to touch on very briefly is to always have forward focus. The first time I went paddleboarding in um, a lock near us, um, the, the opening of a harbour near us here in Portsmouth, there were a couple of people out paddleboarding and I said, OK, guys, I am a teachable man. <laughs> Teach me. I know there's some inevitable falling in that I've got to go through. Um, but teach me some things that are key to paddleboarding. And um, it's amazing that a number of these people said the same thing. <clears throat> they spoke of balance. They spoke of using core strength. But then they also spoke about, okay, when you're ready, get focused and get on your feet as quick as you can. And as fast as you can, look forwards. They said, have some bend in your knees, get your body straight. And as soon as you can, look forward. They said you'll be tempted to look down, look around, even look behind. But as quick as you can, get your neck straight, get your head up and look forward. Look in the direction that you want to go. Again, isn't that a wonderful parallel regarding what we experience in how we are to lead as spiritual leaders in life? The key lessons, look ahead. Get your head up, look ahead. You know, always be working on your balance to make sure that that's healthy. Be um, moving forwards with core strength, not just natural ability. But let your focus be looking ahead. I love the way that the Apostle Paul said this, that forgetting what lays behind, we look forward, we reach forward to what God has for us next. You know, there's a temptation in life, isn't there, to look around. Looking around isn't bad if it's brief. You know, when I'm out on my paddleboard, I'll flick my head to the left or to the right to see what's going on around me. But the majority of what I do when I'm paddleboarding is I set my gaze, I set my attention, I set my focus to where I'm heading or where I want to go next. You know, sometimes people can look behind too much and it causes them to lose their balance because our focus can be a lot to do with the success of our balance as well. And uh, we're not to look back only with momentary gratefulness over what the Lord has done and where the Lord has brought us. I just want to say the greatest way that we can set our attention is always forwards. Keep going in the right direction. Because, you know, sometimes when, when I started paddleboarding, I used to just go in calm waters, um, waters that were so calm you could walk on them, you know. Um, but I started to then go in more choppier seas. And I noticed that it's easy to pay attention to the waves when they start hitting the side of your paddleboard, to let your ear hear the winds that are wanting to use you as a physical cell to move on the water. But the very best thing that you can do is block out the waves, block out the wind. I suppose like Peter should have done when he was walking on the water and set your gaze forward towards where you're going, keeping your eyes, if we're going to speak in a spiritual sense, on Jesus. Because we know with, with Peter in his moment of walking on water, you know, when he got out of the boat, he didn't sink. He started to walk. But it was only when he started to look around him, listen to the waves, listen to the wind, that suddenly his focus on where he was going his focus on Jesus was disturbed and it was at that moment he began to sink 
sink, sink. But in his goodness, God just reaches out, pulls him out. You know, whenever any of us have a moment of sinking, it's all right. God's got us. Just reach your arms out towards him. Set your face back on him and he'll always pull you back up. And, you know, when we read that story, sadly, people often finish with him sinking. And it really wasn't that way. It says that Jesus pulled him back out the water and I believe they walked back to the boat together. So setting your face forwards, get a good straight back, get a good strong posture. You know, whenever we're studying, our posture should always be one of leaning forward. But whenever we're working out our faith with fear and trembling, we should have a straight back, a face that's set, um, a hunger within us for all the experiences that wait around the corner for us. So there you go. Those are my three lessons. I'm sure there's many more, but those are my three lessons from paddleboarding. Number one, have good balance. Number two, live from a core strength and not just from natural ability. And number three, always remain forward focused. I believe as you apply these three things, you won't be falling into the left or to the right and you'll actually be arriving in new places. Not weary, not exhausted, because you see you've been living from core strength. You'll be ready for your tomorrows. Hey, I hope that you've got something out of this uh, this time this morning and uh, this message this morning. It's been a joy to be with you again. God bless. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that brief podcast on lessons I learned when I was paddleboarding that worked pretty well in life as well. We've got a whole bunch of other resources we'd love to make available to you if you wanted to read some more or watch some more stuff that we've uh, we've done over the last few months and, and indeed years. And a good way of visiting all this resource is to go to a one-stop shop uh, called Linktree and uh, it's spelled L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E then put backslash Andy dot Elms and you'll see a whole bunch of stuff that is available for you to watch, read and listen to. Look forward to um, spending time with you next time on The Spiritual Leader.